0: Salutations, everyone! Welcome to another episode of Roughly Polished, a nice little gander through our minds as we talk about all the things that matter to us. I'm Jillian. And I'm
1: Lily. And what matters this week is art. We love art. Truly. Um, (laughs) Would you consider yourself an artist?
0: That's a big word.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Would you self-proclaim?
0: I don't like to self-proclaim anything. Uh, Me
1: (laughs) neither. It's severe imposter syndrome that I (laughs) experience. Which is fine. It's really not, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) Is it fine? It's all good. Okay. I will classify myself as someone who has a deep interest in art. Ah. But I feel like to proclaim as an artist is a little cringe, first of all. Second of all, I don't know if I would necessarily call myself an artist because art is not like my entire life, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think I also agree. I am a person (laughs) who does art sometimes. Yeah. And that is what I am. Ah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Gotcha. So what kind of art specifically?
0: So today we're talking about visual art because we talked about our musical art last mm-hmm. month so in terms of visual art i currently my big thing is nail art Nice. <laughs> <laughs> i literally have a portrait of beethoven on my nail. <laughs>
1: yeah it's super cool i'm Thank actually you. gonna send that to my old piano teacher because i feel she'd thoroughly enjoy that i hope she likes it i hope so too
0: right now i'm super into nail art that is like my main hobby i have a nail art instagram nice follow me at lily paints Your nails creative Self-pro. name so <laughs> (laughs) It's a creative name, I know. Um, But in terms of other visual art that I used to do growing up, I used to draw portraits a lot, hence why I have a portrait of Beethoven (laughs) on my nail right now. Uh I used to be really into portrait uh, drawings, mainly with charcoal and graphite and a little bit of painting, but not much. And then yeah, I just doodled a lot as a kid.
1: <laughs> ah, yeah, how about you? What's cool. your
0: form of uh,
1: art that you ah, do? Oh god. Uh hmm. Okay. When I was growing up, I did a lot of <laughs> coloring. I <laughs> love <laughs> coloring. Um I think middle school and high school i did a lot of uh, sketches with like black liquid ink Ooh, that was fine. sort of my medium of choice so i did a lot of uh, sketches like that i think i really liked it because it was sort of like uh there was only a certain margin for mistakes you know mm. because it's in it's all in ink right so you can't yeah. just like erase it yeah um i think i really enjoyed that because it kept me on my toes if i made a mistake i'd have to figure out a way to fix it got it yeah yeah makes sense Um, so that was that i wouldn't like uh, consider myself a huge artist but at the same time I think it's um, a difficult thing to call myself an artist because my sister is like an actual artist. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's like her profession. She studied graphic design in college and is now that's a graphic so designer. Cool. So, yeah, I think she has the qualifications to call herself an artist. So it feels weird calling myself an artist. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, okay, another thing is. <laughs> with art it's a difficult relationship i have with art because it was always something that i did as sort of an expressive thing Mm -hmm. as opposed to something that i was super passionate about or super you know super um into and dedicated to and things like that it was more leisurely type thing Mm. so i forgot where i was going with that (laughs) Where was i going that's okay we love tangents yeah oh god Where was i going with that Anyways, anyway. (laughs) But now you do graphic design too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kind of. I try my best. I did uh, some graphic design when I worked for a functional medicine company, and I would do their infographics and whatnot for conferences. Ooh. So that was fun because it was a good combination of uh, the material that I was researching, as well as sort of my interests in uh, art and design and things like that. But I think um, art for me is more something that's just uh, like a hobby mm-hmm. as opposed to a big passion. Yeah, for Yeah. Sure. What about you? Would you consider it something that you're passionate about? Or do you think it's something that's a little bit more passive for you? For me, it's a form of self-care at this ah. point.
0: Because for me, my main like mode of art right now is painting my nails. i mm-hmm. painting little designs and landscapes and all the things that I paint on my nails. Mm-hmm. Um, so it feels like I'm taking care of myself, but also... Just it's a way for me to mindlessly kind of enjoy watching movies while painting my nails and just it's a form of self care at this point mm. which is which is nice because yeah. at this point everyone needs a little a little self care definitely yeah self care and also definitely just a hobby because nail art has a whole community online and it's been a really cool experience uh meeting people with the same hobby as me and creating those relationships too and but mainly it's just a form of self-care mm-hmm. because it's the time that i get to take for just myself mm. and my nails oh <laughs> yeah Plus, like taking care of your nails to make them grow and like be long for a long period of time uh-huh it's a lot of work yeah it's a lot of I carry around a little thing of nail oil with me always (laughs) and I take my care of my nails way too much
1: (laughs) that's a good thing though they look so nice thank you my nails are super short because I play instruments so I always keep them really short yeah I wasn't allowed to wear nail polish growing up because my piano teacher would yell at me. <laughs> oh
0: no! <laughs>
1: so I never got into nail polish until now. Yes. But yeah, nails. I know. I yeah. still can't. I still can't do long nails just because I hate the feeling of stuff under my nails. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I feel like nail art is such a cool hobby to have, Thank and you. it's such a tiny little canvas. Like you do such intricate designs on your yeah. nails. Yeah, and
0: that's that's kind of the thing that you said about um, ink and mm. how it it's kind of like a what's the word and like an obstacle kind of yeah. in terms of the difficulty i guess because the canvas that i paint on are my they're my nails <laughs> and they're so small it's just another kind of challenge for me, I yeah. guess, to see how much stuff can I put on my nails no. <laughs> and make it look cool.
1: Yeah, there's a full-ass portrait on your nails, bro. I know. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. It's wild. Thank you. Yeah. Um,
0: but kind of similar to you, I was actually not really allowed... Not allowed, but I wasn't... I was very restricted in terms of nail wearing nail polish. My mom told me that I was not allowed to wear black nail polish for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And... I'm just, I'm just like, why? I like black nails. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and I think from then on, I mean, I've, I've been obsessed with my nails since I was a, a youngin. So mm. this is not a new, a, not a new thing. But I think I just switched over from drawing portraits and painting on paper and a canvas to my nails. Word. Mm. <laughs> Thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. I think it takes a lot of like very fine technical skill. Okay. Here's another thing too i feel like i can't really classify myself as necessarily an artist because with visual art Mm -hmm. there's a creative component um where you're you know coming up with your own ideas and coming up with your own interpretations and things that you want to express but there's also the technical component of it yeah you know Mm -hmm. and so there's sort of a separation between art that is i don't know like visually Good mm-hmm. <laughs> with air quotes. Yeah. Right? Very clean, very fine line work, uh, great shading. Mm-hmm. Color palettes are, you know following color theory to a tee, <laughs> yeah um and that's sort of very technically good art but there's also the emotional aspect of it too so what is this the artist trying to convey are they portraying their emotions in a sense that is also utilizing their technical skills to convey that to the viewer mm. you know all yeah. these different things and personally i feel like I can be really good at the technical aspect of it, mm. but I don't always have the emotion attached, which is why uh, I don't know if I would consider my own work art. Got it. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that?
0: Interesting. I hmm. That's difficult because, like you said, when you have the technical skills and when you have the training for it, shouldn't you be considered an artist because you went through all those years of
1: work? To... I mean, maybe not necessarily. <laughs> I think it's a similar thing with music is like mm-hmm. you can play music as it's written perfectly, flawlessly, right? Yeah. Oh, this is also a kind of a cool <laughs> thing to ponder and discuss. Yeah. Let's say we have a classical musician, right? Mm-hmm. And they're playing the works of Beethoven flawlessly as it's written, nailing all of the dynamics and all of the write notes and, uh, you know, yeah. all of the articulation that comes with the technical skill and everything. And it, you can do that perfectly, flawlessly, but yes. have zero emotion attached, yeah. right? And that presentation of that is going to be so different from someone who is expressing something to an audience, right? Right. So it's the same thing with uh, visual art. Is like you can have all the technical skill, go through all this training but still not have any intention behind it. And so at that point, what makes it art, I think, is uh, the intention behind it and the expression behind it. Mm. Because that's where the creativity plays in. You know, that's what makes it sort of this human thing as opposed to just sound waves. Mm -hmm. That's what makes it a human thing as opposed to just paint on a canvas or ink on paper yeah yeah I don't know it's just a weird (laughs) thing and also if we're going on that limb here (laughs) if we're thinking about a musician compared to a visual artist a person who can play a musical composition like a classical musical composition in the exact way that it's written imitating the sounds of that piece to the perfection that they can Mm -hmm. they're going to be praised for that yeah whereas if a person does that with visual arts it's considered plagiarism Mm. right yeah (laughs) Mm. why is that why is that i don't know
0: (laughs) (laughs) i mean i think there's a difference in trying to take inspiration uh-huh. from other people who create art. Right. Um, but it's another thing to completely copy somebody. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's so hard with music because we hear, like your example with classical music, uh-huh. um, there's so many different interpretations based on the pianist or the musician who's playing the right. piece and also just how the composer wanted the piece to mm-hmm. kind of portray. And i think just trying to you know quote copy an interpretation is very difficult to kind of pinpoint and kind of set those boundaries but with visual Mm. art you can actually see the areas where someone might copy someone else's work of art right right it's just it's just a hard
1: it's a hard it's a blurry line yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah for sure um that also i think leads into questions about is visual art easier for a general population to interpret mm. compared to music right yeah. because with music everyone will have their own different interpretations of it that could also i don't know be due to the fact that people hear things slightly differently then again mm-hmm. people do see things all slightly differently as well yeah. based on how their cells are i don't know <laughs> <laughs> biology i mean uh, with music there's a lot more room for individual interpretation like you said as Mm -hmm. opposed to art because art is a little bit more like blunt and yeah just visually just out there like (laughs) people maybe relate easier to it to visual art yeah Mm. got it right It's like, everyone's like, are you seeing this? Like, we're all seeing this, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, like, uh, I don't know. Music is something that people utilize for their own emotional expression, right? So, Mm -hmm. if I'm sad, I'll listen to sad music. If I'm happy, I'll probably listen to happier music. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm feeling happy today. Let me go look at some happy pictures. (laughs) Let me go look at some nice paintings, Yeah, that is true. (laughs) That's also, like, the utilization of art and consumption of art is so different for those two like modes of expression. Yeah, yeah, that
0: is true. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, interesting. We got off in the tangent I'll there. No, <laughs> that.
1: Hmm. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? So you mentioned that art for you is sort of um, a mode of expression, right? Kind of, M- mainly just self care. Uh huh.
0: Um, and just a way to be. Creative to right. take my mind off of work and mm-hmm. stress and school, and yeah, <laughs> all those things.
1: Would you say that some that artistic interests were something that were supported or that were nourished in uh, you growing up? Did mm. your parents raise you to like art, or did your parents, um you know, what is the word I'm looking for here? Did your parents? Like, um, I think it starts with an E. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't help you there, bud. <laughs> uh, was art something that your parents supported, or was that something that they kind of just saw as, like, your own thing and sort of deterred you from?
0: Oh. Um, so, I had my parents are pretty cool. <laughs> um, so, in terms of music, my mom was always – it, music was a huge part of growing up. My mm-hmm. mom had the entire works of Mozart on CD mm-hmm. and played it constantly. Mm-hmm. And like Beethoven and Rachmaninoff and all those people. Right. Um, so music was ar- always part of my life. In terms of visual art, my mom, my mom's not an artist. Neither is my dad. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, so visual art was kind of something that I had to kind of find on my own. Mm. And when I did... They just praised me for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were just kind of like, that's, you know, that's another cool thing that you're doing. You know, they offered to, you know, take me to... It was either... It was kind of interesting. It was either me going to music classes or me going to art classes. It was just mm-hmm. one or the other growing up. I see. Yeah. And I chose music, so... Right. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't go to art classes or anything. Wild. Um, but they were still supportive and they were still always praising me for the drawings that i did create because you know i was i was doodling everywhere yeah <laughs> my favorite thing to draw on like all of my notes and stuff were eyes like there <laughs> were eyes everywhere i feel
1: like that was such a middle school girl thing oh definitely everyone drew eyes yeah. on everything yeah <laughs> like on the
0: back of tests and stuff yeah. and my, my
1: parent my mom would be like
0: really surprised and like praised me for how like detailed it was and stuff mm-hmm. and so I, I did get support but it was not to the point where it was like music for me gotcha which is fine because i kind of chose music either way mm-hmm. and art, you know, visual art and drawing was kind of like another separate thing mm-hmm. that i chose to enjoy too Mm -hmm. but how about you in Um, terms of like visual art
1: both of my parents are pretty artsy people my mom she's a big style person Ah. so she's always really been into fashion really been into you know uh decorating the house things like that she's Mm -hmm. a huge style person so my mom definitely was a supporter in that sense my dad also um, he's a pretty creative person as well. He's more into building things. Ooh. So he's really great at, you know, like building furniture, um, <laughs> creating like a different like crafty things like mm-hmm. that, you know? Yeah. And so I think I grew up with a family that always had those creative interests Mm. and uh, exposed me to different kinds of creative things too Mm -hmm. um, which I think is a big part in why I have a lot of creative hobbies now so I'm really grateful for that but it was uh, kind of funny growing up because my sister is also a super talented artist graphic designer like I mentioned before Um, She was always so passionate about art and that's what she ended up pursuing for her career. Right. And uh, my parents were supportive of that. They, you know, like supported her throughout college. Um, She got her degree and I think it was like uh, arts and technology and something like that. But yeah, they were always kind of skeptical of pursuing art as a career, Mm -hmm. just because, you know, Asian parents, of course, want you to pursue (laughs) things like STEM. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so there was, I think she faced a lot of criticism and backlash from our family members for pursuing art. Mm. But ultimately, like, you know, it makes her happy. That's the career that is so fulfilling for her. And that's a great thing and it's kind of funny because my parents they kind of deterred me from doing the same thing oh yeah which is a different thing because I always uh, really enjoyed school Mm -hmm. and uh, I always uh, was very motivated to do well in classes and I really enjoyed getting good grades and I worked really hard on homework and studied and all of that kind of stuff and so I think my parents were kind of uh, worried that I would pursue art instead of something that was more you know conventionally <laughs> promising I suppose yeah in their ideals yeah so I don't know I think it, it was a weird relationship that I had with art growing up because it was something that I felt like I really enjoyed and could be good at but it was something that also my parents were like oh you're gonna make money doing something else you know like this is not your career Mm -hmm. and so I don't know it was just a really strange impact that it had on how I gained my outlook on art and its application and its significance but that is vastly changing as I grow up (laughs) cool (laughs) because I did uh, pursue a STEM career which Mm -hmm. I love and I think I'm learning so much for and I really enjoy how it challenges me in so many different ways because I feel like with art it would challenge me in a creative way because I feel Mm -hmm. I'm more I'm a lot better at the technical aspect of it as opposed Mm. to creative so I think it would be super challenging in that way but I don't know. It just makes me wonder what kind of person I would be if the creativity side was a little bit more fostered. Right. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. It's definitely a thing mm-hmm. for parents to worry about pursuing anything in term- in like arts mm-hmm. really as a career. Because even for, I remember for music, Yeah. I was considering music as my career and my parents were like, oh, wouldn't you rather do this and uh-huh. right, like trying to deter me away from it yeah I mean it worked but <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah I always wonder too like what what would have happened if I did choose music right yeah
1: yeah no that's such an interesting um <laughs> question to ask because I always wonder I'm like oh what if I had pursued something else what if I didn't study what I studied
0: I will say for me personally I I wanted to choose music mm-hmm. just because I enjoy playing I used to enjoy playing music so much i would have been you know probably a bassoon major uh-huh. <laughs> but i will say that in terms of being creative and creating music or creating visual art if i had someone tell me to do something i would not do it ah. because
1: i defiant yeah <laughs> stick it to the man <laughs> thank
0: you i dislike people telling me what to do uh. but also um i think for me personally art is something that i do and that i enjoy on my own and on my own terms mm-hmm. and if i had cho- chosen a career um with music or visual arts mm-hmm. i think i would have i wouldn't have enjoyed it as oh, much really? yeah
1: wild my yeah. fear too in pursuing something that's artistic like that because mm-hmm. it's also something that i do for myself yeah is that Feeling the pressure within that field, Mm. and then that sort of, um, like, corrupting my outlook on art and ruining that passion for it. Got it. You know? That's, like, a big fear of mine. (laughs) (laughs) Because I feel the more obligated I am to create, the less creative it becomes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which is, uh, God, it's a whole other bag of worms. Yeah. But
0: yeah do you feel that
1: way now because i
0: know you do commissions for i graphic do design yeah no yeah, J- okay Julian does all the graphic design for roughly polished <laughs> it's so amazing oh my god thank you <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: so good i feel like at this point um it's it's it it's okay <laughs> my understanding and relationship with art is shifting so much now mm-hmm and I think it did that as well when I was in college, too, because for a long time, for three years in college, I was studying something that I hated. Aww. And so it was always something that I would revert back to. And I would always use art and music as these outlets of expression because I was trying to convince myself that I was happy. You oh. know? And so, <laughs> that sounds a lot darker than I meant it, but honestly. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> um yeah so i i don't know i think at that point i was like oh my gosh i should have just i should have just pursued something creative that's what makes me happiest Mm. that's what i feel like i have control over Mm. something that i know i can excel in you know um things like that and at one point too I was so unhappy that my mom who had always convinced me that I would excel in something academic or something conventionally you know (laughs) like an acceptable career like becoming a doctor or an engineer or you know something like that um she was always very adamant about uh, um me pursuing that kind of field she said to me she was like you should have just studied music and I was like Jesus all right <laughs> wow yeah okay uh-huh and I was like damn all right well <laughs> uh, that, I don't know how to take that but yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Hmm. that was a weird thing for me to hear
0: yeah
1: um yeah but I do think that um uh, at that time I was mistaking passion for a coping mechanism Mm -hmm. you know what I mean
0: yeah
1: and uh, eventually I did switch my major to something that was uh, both practical and um, invigorating and uh, so interesting to me so I figured that part out and Mm -hmm. I'm realizing now that art is something that can be so powerful not only for your own mode of expression, but mm. for how you're portraying yourself to other people, how you're able to get messages out to other people and, you know, create the statements that you want to in ways that other people can uh, interpret for themselves, right? Mm. So now, since I'm doing graphic design stuff, I do graphic design for this uh, um, media company. It's a, it's a, a, a like female women of color BIPOC non-men empowerment um it's a media organization called Mivos Media follow us <laughs> <laughs> um, you'll see my work there and I think that's something that is a mission that I am really passionate about you mm. know empowering women of color um, and all of these people from marginalized communities and cultures. Right. And being able to do that through my art is such a cool thing to ah, be able to do. Yeah. So now I am sort of developing that intention behind my art that I think I was lacking for so long because I was really good at the technical skill. Mm. So Yeah. Ooh, we love growth. <laughs> Yeah, it's it challenges me as an artist to create things that I think people will be receptive to things that are visually appealing, but at the same time, conveying the message that I want to the audience that I Mm. want, you know. And super cool. And being able to convey why that message is important. Got it. Yeah. That is super cool. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And at the same time, like, developing my own sense of style with it as well. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just a different... Um, relationship that I have with art now compared to what it used to be and I'm appreciating it in different ways now. That's so cool. (laughs) You
0: you. do create really cool things. Thank you. On all those social media. I feel like
1: I'm being showered (laughs) (laughs) compliments.
0: Yeah, I mean, even just for this podcast like all of the all the graphic design things that you do for the mm-hmm. podcast i think it looks super
1: cool yeah Go follow our instagram. Aww, thanks Go yeah follow i ours. do um uh like the cover arts and the little social media announcement things and honestly i feel like our instagram is another brain dump for it's another vehicle for my shit posts that's fine <laughs> As it should be. <laughs> Which is honestly what this podcast is, too. It's fine. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, yeah, what that's... about you? What do you think? Um, do you see yourself emoting through art in a way that is supposed to reach other people? Or is it something that you are content with interpreting in just yourself? Ah, good
0: question. Because I can... I. Like listening to your story, you definitely went from like one end to the other right. in terms of like doing it for yourself and then doing it for other people and like creating a message for other people. Mm-hmm. I'm in the position now because I view my nail art things and just visual art as self care. It's just for me to kind of. It's just for me <laughs> <laughs> right now, and I think that's okay too, um, because. You know, who's going to, like, I just wanted to paint, you know, Beethoven on my thumb. <laughs> That's all I, all I wanted to do, uh-huh. just to see if I could do it. Um So, for me, it's just, one, a challenge, um, something so I can become better at painting intricate details on such a small space. Mm-hmm. But also, it's just for me to be creative and show, show people the creative side of me because I at, I mean I am pretty creative at work I have to come up with crafts for kids often mm-hmm. um, but this is kind of you know a craft for me <laughs> yeah, um, which is nice um, and you know in terms of painting nails I guess or even just the portrait drawings I used to do mm-hmm. I it was just for me to kind of do something mindlessly almost, mm-hmm. and just to take a mental break mm-hmm. from all the things that are going on in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for me, art is just for me, mm. but I un- totally understand why people create art for other really important things like your Mivos Instagram and um, even just like other graphic design things that you've done for other social media. Um, accounts and stuff which is all super cool and you're doing important work.
1: Thanks. <laughs> I'm going to cry. No. <laughs> um
0: but you are doing important work which is really cool. But I think you have you're really lucky to have like a form of art and expression that can create those art forms for other people.
1: Ah.
0: Um I just think that like what can I do with my nails? (laughs) The
1: possibilities are endless. I guess.
0: But, like, who's going to pay attention to my nails if I'm going to create, like, a a social commentary? Like, Mm. why would it be on my nails? (laughs) I mean,
1: that could be a super cool thing. Like, a super cool niche little, (laughs) you know? Like, two things that are just... Like radically dissimilar and unrelated, but uh, finding a way to link them, I feel like is such a cool. Um, I don't know. It's just. It's just. It's just. It's just cool. <laughs> it's just cool. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know, but we shall see. But right now, I am comfortable with having art as just a thing for me, mm-hmm. um, because I think that's just something that I need for myself. Mm. Um, because I think once I include other people or other um, you know social things that I care about into the art that I do then that becomes that becomes more work for me I think gotcha and I don't want um, my modes of Creative expesh- expression to become work.
1: Wild. Okay. You know what's strange hmm. is that uh, you being such an emotionally open person. Yeah. And having art as a mode of expression, but um like having uh, less inclination to share that with others is so oh. interesting to me because I'm the opposite. Where yeah. Very really closed <laughs> off. Yeah. However, I use my art, which is also a mode of expression, to share with others. Right. Right? Yeah. Ah, weird. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's
0: that's interesting.
1: (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. So many different vehicles for our personality. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, I think for me, at least, I can vocalize and you know communicate my emotions pretty Mm -hmm. well to other people Mm. as we all know I cried (laughs) (laughs) in an episode already (laughs) um but it's I think for me it's harder to communicate what I'm feeling through visual art Mm. um rather than I think it's easier for me to communicate what I actually feel through music rather than like visual art
1: Uh uh-huh I feel Uh, that yeah Yeah. for sure
0: but you you know you make your own music but even if I'm like just playing a piece on my bassoon there's definitely ways to kind of communicate how I'm feeling in the moment Mm -hmm. with different pieces but in terms of visual art I have a hard time communicating my internal feelings on like say a piece of paper Mm -hmm. and drawing um, because I do tend to lean more towards kind of like realism in terms of my like, visual art, mm-hmm. um, which some people might say isn't a very creative <laughs> <laughs> mode of art, which I totally disagree.
1: <laughs> ah, I was, okay. I think one thing to note about realism mm-hmm. is that there's so many different things that I feel people overlook. Yeah that all uh, plays into composing this entire work of art so mm-hmm. things down to color color choices yeah what kind of color palette are you choosing what kind of moods are associated with those colors yeah how do all those play into each other and how do they contrast and mm-hmm. what is that uh that sort of dissonance creating yeah. you know like there's so many tiny little details about visual art that I suppose can seem very just realistic but I think uh, when you're looking at visual art it's so important to pay attention to the small details and make the effort to interpret those things and Mm -hmm. think about the intention that was behind them yeah
0: because even if it is realism you can exaggerate different you know aspects of you know the person you're drawing Mm -hmm. in a way to make kind of like a message right right and there there's reasons why a lot of very famous art pieces are just portraits too mm. and like realistic portraits of people and why they're famous like yeah it's i it makes me <laughs> it makes me a little heated when people are like yeah you can draw like a picture like a drawing of harry potter ro- really mm-hmm. realistic but that's not art and that just makes me Uh, See, that's another reason why I don't want to call myself an artist, because it's because I choose realism. I I see. I tend to, you know, lean towards realism, because that's something that I feel like I'm good at. Mm -hmm. But people disregard it as art, because it looks like I just copied off of, like, a picture. Mm -hmm. Right?
1: Uh, Ah, but, uh, God, there's so much artistic skill in, like, being able to... I don't know. Just uh, th- create something that so realistically portrays another thing. Yeah, you know, like uh, God, I do you. know. <laughs> uh, yeah. I say that biased because I'm also a lot better at the real <laughs> realism aspect yeah. of it. So you I don't draw know. great brains. I think. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just a it's a difficult thing to figure out how to in. Integrate your own style and your own ideas, and yeah. not into it. But
0: yeah, um what was I going with this? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't <know>. I forgot.
1: <laughs> what was I talking about?
0: Um, I forgot.
1: Do you have anything that you see as misconceptions of arts that you uh, either grew up with and were raised to believe, or are just misconceptions to the general public? Mm. I think people just
0: really... So I think people don't see how effective art can be. Yeah. And how much art is around them.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And I just don't think that people realize how much a, an effect art can have. Like, even just, you know those political cartoons that they made like way back when during world war Two and stuff like mm-hmm. that was a form of art to kind of create propaganda and that was effective right um and we still see that now through political cartoons and um there's literally you know murals everywhere <laughs> i see murals <laughs> everywhere and even just you know spray painting is a form of art too and we see that everywhere too yeah um banksy <laughs> <laughs>
1: Some Banksy-type shit there. Yeah. <laughs> but still art. Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, and I think people are sometimes unaware of people's intentions with art. Mm. And sometimes they don't appreciate it sometimes.
1: Yeah. I think just because you don't understand the expression behind the art does not make it less artistic yeah you know definitely like for example the um Jackson Pollock splatter paintings yeah you don't have to understand it yeah but if it's a mode of expression for another person then it's art yeah right yeah I don't know. (laughs) I think that's definitely a misconception. Definitely. Yeah. And with the, um, you know, the rise in technology and social media and all these things that are very visually reliant, Mm -hmm. um, I think our society is becoming increasingly more reliant on art as well. Mm. So I feel, I don't know, our society is sort of uh, more and more progressing towards, um, just visual learning a lot of infographics a lot of things uh, you know (laughs) that will effectively utilize art in order to convey what's going on yeah i mean we see that even in
0: like fast food signs the reason why they pick those (laughs) colors is to try to make you hungry (laughs) everything
1: is so intentional yeah yeah Um, so
0: i think it's it's sometimes funny that people don't see all these hidden messages even just through color. Right. Um, yeah. And like you said, I, I, it's it's still art even though you don't s- technically see mm-hmm. like what they're trying to portray mm-hmm. or convey.
1: Yeah. But exactly. it's still
0: art. Don't put down other people's art just yeah. because you don't understand it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man that's really important thing to keep in mind when looking at art um how about you do you have any misconceptions i do i think um, you know in schools they really don't fund art programs they really don't fund those creative uh, right brain type things because they're not considered practical in a conventional sense and so as like I said before, our society becomes more and more reliant on visual aids mm-hmm. um, through apps and through, you know, like web design and all of these different technological advances. I think it's more and more important and more and more evidence that uh, <laughs> art is gaining its significance and uh, people are understanding the impact that it can have on society and mm. how we utilize it and how we're able to communicate with each other and uh, I don't know I think uh, I think if uh, we uh, sort of shift the narrative to sort of support art and understand why it's so important to have and to teach mm. I don't know like <laughs> uh, it's it's you know what else is a misconception mm i think it's a misconception that we were all taught that uh, art careers were not fruitful to pursue because now like everyone needs graphic designers everyone needs creative people for their apps and for their web design and for all of these different these different industries that are booming right now and that are on the come up as well yeah like uh, Oh, God. It's so important. It is. (laughs) And uh, if we're not, like, I don't know, nourishing that creative side of people from a young age, there's just a cap to what we can accomplish. We don't want to reach that, right? Yeah, (laughs) you're right. Um... Yeah. Honestly, if I had pursued a creative career... I would have been fine. I would have been secure. My parents ingrained in me that I wouldn't be able to support myself if I didn't pursue STEM. Yeah, But that is a big misconception.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think it's a lot of generational differences too.
1: Oh, big facts. Yeah, Yeah.
0: because our parents didn't grow up with technology and graphic design and web design (laughs) because they didn't have it. Yeah,
1: and now there's a demand for those jobs and – obviously they're not the ones who are filling those positions so they're still gonna say the same thing
0: yeah yeah but i guess once you know eventually when we're the generation who has kids mm-hmm. then we can we can also push our kids to you know pursue arts too yeah. i think it's really interesting how there's a, de- a higher demand for visual artists now uh-huh but not so much a demand or the demand is kind of the same in terms of musical artists
1: oh okay okay that's another thing yeah because (laughs) i feel like uh, demand for music is uh, i don't know that's a difficult thing to sort of yeah i guess there isn't
0: really a demand for music i think people who are musical artists now the ones Mm -hmm. that are really popular and famous those Mm -hmm. are they're just recognized i guess and they there wasn't really a demand for them rather yeah compared to kind of how we have a demand for you know graphic designers and
1: stuff i suppose but like there's an increase in demand for visual artists and there's an increase in people who are pursuing that career more people, I think, at the same time are able to pursue careers in music too because they're more easily able to share their music mm. compared to in the past, right? right? In the past, you had to find you had to have connections, find people who worked at record labels, mm-hmm. things like that, be able to play the music for them, right, and create that rapport with them. Whereas now, you can just post something on YouTube, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. People can. Um, become your audience that way. You can, uh, yeah, just put your stuff out there for people to listen to. Yeah, and uh, not know a thing about them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's just uh, I don't know. It's yeah. uh, technology has uh, skewed these creative markets in Definitely. such a way that. I don't understand yet, but...
0: (laughs) I mean, it's all very new. Yeah. It's so new, still. Uh-huh. Like, I don't understand most social media still, (laughs) because I don't have it. Uh Uh-huh. But I'm very curious to see what the next generation will look like in terms of the creative aspects yeah, yeah. definitely. i'm very curious i'm very excited i know youngins um, keep me posted <laughs> yeah honestly <laughs> and uh-huh. hopefully that would mean that um schools will fund art- the arts more yeah hopefully you know i think other arts can include like theater
1: oh yeah and
0: i'm hoping that there will be more support for theater mm-hmm. especially with Hamilton was very big, mm-hmm. and it created a huge, a, a, a huge number of people who weren't musical theater fans kind mm-hmm. of lean towards musical theater because of the social impact that Hamilton had. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hoping that that will kind of help schools see that art, whether it's visual, musical, or just, you know, mm-hmm. theater, yeah. is all very important and yeah. con- pass on a very important message.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love music. If you work (laughs) in academia or school administration, take note, man. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) Fund the arts. Fund the arts. Please. Who cares about the arts. Football teams. Oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
0: kidding be be in a be active too i guess i don't know
1: anyways um that was our little spiel on art if you enjoyed it which i hope you did follow us on instagram at roughly polished pod for more um see some of my art there (laughs) yeah definitely listen and... jillian's so good oh god <laughs> um, like just a shower a deluge of compliments today <laughs> lily thank you You're welcome.
0: <laughs> well because you i feel like you understand so much about color theory more so than i do so oh. just like hearing you talk about color theory is so fascinating but anyway our instagram <laughs> just looks cool it just looks so cool oh
1: yeah i'm kind of <laughs> proud of it not gonna lie it's so good it's so good so follow us there for more artsy things and if you just want more of us which <laughs> i don't blame you for <laughs> tune in next week i hope you have a good week uh keep it casual baby okay
0: bye. bye <laughs>